Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson. Thank you for downloading this episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. We're going to be covering some more core topics this month for your clerkship. Here's the case. University Hospital, Samuels 48, coming to you with a 40-year-old female. Singapore episode while in church, currently conscious, alert, and oriented times three, was attending services and fainted from a standing position. No trauma suspected, vital signs are normal, no other complaints at this time. Patient denies any medical history or medications. We're about seven to eight minutes out to your facility. Think. When this patient gets here, what will you do? What I want you to remember today about syncope is 666. 666. There are six life-threatening EKG patterns. There are six additional life-threatening risk factors that you have to look for. And there are six life-threatening syncope mimics. 666. Pretty much everybody else is low risk and can have an outpatient workup. But you need to remember 666. First, what is syncope? Syncope is rapid loss of consciousness that rapidly resolves. You know that. But what you might not know is that syncope also includes pre-syncope. Syncope has the exact same physiologic mechanism as pre-syncope. And so both of these chief complaints are actually the same. Same workup, same approach. Don't be fooled and think that pre-syncope is no big deal and syncope is always big and bad. Pre-syncope is syncope. And you're going to notice that the key with this whole approach today is finding that needle in a haystack, picking out those patients at high risk for suddenly converting into V-fib or V-tac and dropping dead. That's the goal. But how do we do this? Step one, you need to get an EKG. According to the American College of Emergency Physicians, you need an EKG on every single syncope patient, every single time. Every syncope case, your first step is an EKG. Now, why is that? Because the EKG allows you to perform step two. Look for the six high-risk EKG patterns. I'm going to refer you again to the Life in the Fastlane EKG database for pictures of these. It's a great resource, but there are six patterns on an EKG that suggest that this patient is at high risk for sudden cardiac death. It can be remembered by the mnemonic QT Bride. The mnemonic stands for QT Prolongation, Brugada Pattern, Right Heart Strain, Ischemic Changes, Delta Waves, and Epsilon Waves. QT Bride. Let's dive into just a couple of these. QT Prolongation, easy. Brigada Pattern, easy. This is simple pattern recognition. Just look them up and learn them. Right Heart Strain can be a little bit trickier because it can be several things. It's not just one pattern. A new right bundle branch block. A rightward axis. 
S1, Q3, T3. That's a S wave in lead one, a Q wave in lead three, and an inverted T wave in lead three. Flip T waves in the anterior leads. I could go on. Just know that there are lots of EKG findings for right heart strain and that they are all concerning in the setting of syncope. Ischemic changes. These are your ST segment changes, your flip T waves, all of those things. Delta waves are those slurred upstrokes on the QRS that you get with Wolf, Parkinson, White. And then epsilon waves. Another pattern recognition. Epsilon waves equal arrhythmogenic right ventricular dysplasia. Arrhythmogenic, high risk. QT prolongation, brugada, right heart strain, ischemia, delta waves, epsilon waves. Look them up. Learn these patterns. They are high risk findings in the setting of syncope. Step three. Evaluate for the six additional life-threatening risk factors for syncope, other than the EKG stuff. If you've heard of the San Francisco syncope rule, and there's that chest mnemonic, this is basically Tintinale's modified version of that chest mnemonic. C stands for any suspicion at all for congestive heart failure or structural heart disease. So JVD, lower extremity edema, inaudible S3, admit. You hear a systolic aortic stenosis murmur radiating to the carotids in an old lady. Admit. You get a kid who syncopizes while running. Admit. Anybody who has evidence of congestive heart failure or structural heart disease gets admitted for syncope, period. H stands for hematocrit less than 30. That's severe symptomatic anemia. It needs to get admitted. E in the classic San Francisco syncope rule mnemonic, stood for EKG findings. But since we've already covered those six high-risk EKG findings, Tintinale's actually includes elderly. They don't really give a strict age. It's more of a general gestalt. But elderly patients get admitted. The first S stands for shortness of breath. You need to admit them. The second S goes with a systolic blood pressure less than 90. If somebody with a systolic blood pressure less than 90 has syncope, you need to admit them. That's your chest mnemonic. That's five. Tintinale's also throws in a family history of sudden cardiac death as the sixth risk factor. Admit. Suspicion for congestive heart failure, structural heart disease. Low hematocrit, elderly patients, short of breath, low systolic blood pressure, and family history of sudden cardiac death. Those six plus QT bride are your syncope risk factors. But we are not done. There is a final step. Consider the six life-threatening syncope mimics. This is called the rule of 15s. Okay, you guys, you have to listen to this. This is big time pimp material. The rule of 15s. 15% of the following six diseases present with syncope as the first and only symptom. Subarachnoid hemorrhage, heart attacks, pulmonary embolism, aortic dissection, abdominal aortic aneurysms, 
and GI hemorrhage, with the classic case being a ruptured ectopic pregnancy. Syncope, you guys. These six diseases present with syncope as the first and only symptom 15% of the time. Never forget your pregnancy test and just keep a really low threshold for imaging any of these syncope patients when you suspect any of those six diseases. That's your approach. Get your EKG. Look for those six high-risk EKG patterns. QT bride. Look for those six additional risk factors in that modified chest mnemonic and six syncope mimics with that rule of 15s. Six, six, six. Remember that syncope is less about diagnosing vasovagal, orthostatic, micturational, and those sort of benign syncope causes, and it's much more about picking that needle out of the haystack, that high-risk 666 patient. Good luck on your clerkships this month. There is so much stuff to learn about. Look up those QT bride patterns this week. Also, send me an email, zach at emclerkship.com, Z-A-C-K at emclerkship.com with any questions you've been pimped on so far during your rotations. Quick ones, ridiculous ones, hard ones, softballs. I need more content if we're going to do this pimping episode for next year's students. I really want to, but I just haven't had enough emails with pimp questions yet. So I really need you guys to send that to me. Until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.